You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 221. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. podcast and let's talk about sore muscles. Everybody sort of thinks that they should have sore muscles after a workout, right? That means that you worked out hard, that you obviously did something right. I think people want to feel that because muscles don't visibly grow overnight. So we sort of feel like if we are sore, then that's that quick gratification and encouragement that what we're doing is working, right? But I want you to understand a little more about muscle soreness and what's called DOMS, D-O-M-S. When you get oh so sore within 24 to 48 hours, why does that happen? What is it? What should you do? Should you work out after that? Should you take a few days off? And it's funny because recently in one of my Earn That Body ETB live strength training programs, which I now do live streaming group strength training, and we recently had a class. I mean, I think they're all hard, but recently we did a class that left us all somewhat paralyzed the next day, including me, the instructor. There was some awesome squats in there, and I think I had never gotten so many text messages from my clients saying, oh my God, I'm crying as I get off the toilet every time and I think of you all day today. Well, guess what? We all had DOMS and it was really sort of funny to me and everyone, but also not. And a lot of people are like, what should I do? I'm so, so sore. And that's when I realized we should have a podcast about delayed onset muscle soreness. So that's what we're going to talk about today after this. And now it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In the Eagle's Eye on Health today, we are talking about your kitchen towels because I came across an article in Idea Fitness Journal and that it kind of caught my eye. It said that a potential danger lurking in kitchens could put us at risk for food poisoning. Household kitchen towels can expose people to dangerous pathogens, including E. coli and staph, according to research presented at the June 2018 annual meeting of the American Society for Microbiology. Now, towels destined for multiple purposes, like drying your hands and wiping utensils, were found to have a higher bacterial count than single-use towels. And moreover, towels in kitchens where more, where more family members gather and meat is prepared were also more likely to be infested with greater numbers of microbes. It comes down to multiple use towels increasing the chance of cross-contamination. Reusable kitchen cloths should be changed and laundered frequently and should ideally be designated for a single purpose. For example, have one towel for cleaning work surfaces, another towel for drying pots, and also make sure that kitchen towels dry thoroughly between these uses since moist towels are a breeding ground for bacteria. Now you might have heard about this before, or you might have smelled your kitchen towel and thought, 
that smells a little wrong. I think I should wash it now. But I feel like this is a really important reminder for us all that a lot of these kitchen towels probably need to be washed potentially daily. It just sort of depends what's going on in your kitchen. Did you cook with meat? Are there six people in your family using these towels? Are they wet? Are they drying? Are they not? Let's not get any kind of food poisoning from kitchen towels. Nobody ever is happy they got food poisoning, right? But a lot of people don't realize that it's even possible that they're getting it, not from the actual food situation, but that the contaminants got on these towels that then set out for hours and hours and got reused over and over again. So just a good reminder on that one. Now let's get back to talking about delayed onset muscle soreness. It is called DOMS. You've probably heard about it. What is it? Delayed onset muscle soreness is muscle pain that begins after you have worked out and it normally starts about a day or two after that workout. You will not feel this during the workout, just so you know. Pain felt during or immediately after workout, that's a different kind of muscle soreness. Uh, that's something we call acute muscle soreness. Acute muscle soreness is more of that burning sensation that you maybe feel during an exercise, during that workout, and it is due to a buildup of lactic acid. It usually goes away as soon as or shortly after you stop doing that particular move or stop the workout. But delayed onset muscle soreness, it's a little bit different. Now, according to the American College of Sports Medicine, the DOM symptoms typically occur 12 to 24 hours after a workout, and the pain tends to peak about one to three days after that workout and usually will ease up after that. The symptoms could include any of these. It could be muscles that are really just tender to touch. Have you ever had that? Like sometimes I've done a shoulder workout and if I literally push on my shoulder, it's very sore. Well, that's a symptom of DOMS. You could have reduced range of motion due to pain and stiffness when moving. There could be swelling in the affected muscles. You'll probably have muscle fatigue and usually short-term loss of muscle strength, which is a really good reason that you wouldn't want to strength train the day or two potentially after doing a workout that has led you to have DOMS. Now, what exactly is causing it? Well, high-intensity exercise can and will cause these little tiny microscopic tears in your muscle fibers. And your body responds to this by increasing the inflammation around that area, which is what is leading to the delayed onset of the soreness in these particular muscles. Pretty much any high-intensity exercise can cause DOMS, but one kind in particular known as eccentric exercise, that one often triggers it. And eccentric exercises cause you to tense a muscle at the same time you lengthen it. So for example, the controlled downward motion as you straighten your arm after doing a bicep curl, that would be considered an eccentric movement. The way your quads tense when you're running down a hill, also an eccentric movement. Now, 
At one time, it was thought that the buildup of exercise-induced lactic acid was the reason that you're getting DOMS, but that actually has sort of been debunked. They're saying that that is no longer why they think that you're getting it. DOMS can also affect pretty much anyone. That means you could be an elite athlete, you could be a beginner, you could be someone who works out all the time. It's not really a matter of how fit you are, it's more that when you can change up something like the workout intensity, um, if you're performing more of these eccentric exercises, if you try a new exercise, if you go for a longer duration, any kind of change in an exercise that's not typical for you can lead to DOMS, again, even in the most elite athletes out there. So it's not, I, I mean, I have to tell you, I get super sore all the time. I am I consider myself a fairly fit person and it doesn't matter. For me, if I do one thing new, if I do my lunge in a slightly different way, if I do a push-up in a slightly different way, I will absolutely 100% feel it the next day. And I get very bad DOMS. Like I get intense DOMS. And I think it's because genetically for me, I must get micro tears that happen very easily or maybe bigger micro tears. But for me, I'm almost always sore from anything that I'm not doing religiously all the time. Now, a lot of people think, well, DOMS means it was a good workout, right? They think that unless you feel oh so sore all the time from your workouts that you're not really making any gains in fitness, but that's actually not true. When you start any new exercise routine or you're doing uh, new workouts, new exercises in a new way, that's when you're more likely to get sore. But as you keep working out, your body does adapt over time. And so you might start getting stronger and stronger, like my clients right now in ETB Live. They are definitely stronger in session two than they were in session one. But that doesn't mean that they're still not getting a great workout now if they're not as sore as they were in level one, right? It's not a factor of always feeling that intense soreness that is the reflection on how good a workout is. But it is important that you're constantly changing things up. And that's why in my ETB live, live streaming group training, I'm always trying to shock the system for my clients with new moves, longer durations, changes in durations, all different things so that we are shocking the body so that it doesn't basically have time to adapt because that is another way of getting stronger. I don't want to say faster, but so that the body doesn't have that time to sort of accommodate and adapt as easily. Now, should you work out if you have DOMS. So when all my clients, after this one workout we did a few weeks ago, when they are all texting me and saying, oh my God, I'm so sore, do you guys think that that would be the best time to work out? Well, if you're super sore and you wake up the next morning and you can't even stand up from the toilet without grabbing onto the wall, and yes, there was more than two of you who told me that happened to you that day, <laughs> then you likely need to take a day off 
from your workouts the next day. But I'm not saying you shouldn't move. I'm not saying you shouldn't do anything, but you shouldn't do anything intense. You for sure should never strength train two days in a row. So you would never do, if you're super sore and you did legs on Monday, you would not do legs again on Tuesday. Even if you weren't super sore, you would never want to do two days of strength training the same muscle group in a row. You need 48 hours for a muscle to recover. But instead of just sitting around and drinking coffee on the couch the day you have DOMS, you just simply wanna skip things that are high impact, high intensity. Uh, You want something more with gentle movement. So honestly, it's not gonna make the DOMS go away, but it's going to lessen your soreness if you can keep your body moving. What you might notice is that when you have DOMS and you sit for a long period of time, say working, and then you stand up, you're like, oh my gosh, (laughs) I'm so sore. But if you keep moving your body throughout the day, you don't have that sensation as much. You're still sore, but it sort of lessens it. So I think the best way to work out when you have DOMS is by simply doing something gentle. It could be a 45 minute easy walk. It could be gentle yoga, Um, maybe flushing it out on the bike. And when I say flushing it out, I'm talking super, super low wattage, low power, just getting some movement in the legs. Even for some people who are swimmers, a super easy swim. So you're moving the body, but you're not doing anything with intensity. And then the next thing people always ask me once they say, should I work out? Well, is there something that can treat this? (laughs) Should I be taking something to fix this? What can I do to fix DOMS, right? Nobody really, I don't, I hate being sore, that sore all the time. Well, massage is one thing that can help. There was a 2017 review of several different studies that found that people who received a massage 24 48 or 72 hours after a super intense workout reported significantly less soreness than people who didn't get a post-workout massage. So getting a massage 48 hours after workout, that they said actually seemed to work best. So that might be an option for you. If you have a super hard workout, maybe you're like, "Mm, I better get in with my massage therapist within the next 24 to 48 hours. Um, Of course, getting a massage after every workout, like that's probably not feasible. So if you can't get in to see your massage therapist, you can in fact self-massage, meaning if you know you had a huge calf workout, you can self-massage, get your fingers in there and and sort of get into your calf muscle after the workout and, and sort of release some of that energy. Same with your thighs, your glutes, your arms, your shoulders. Give yourself a self-massage, or the best way to do that, as we talked about a few weeks ago, is foam rolling. Foam rolling basically is like a massage getting into those muscles in a deep way. So foam rolling is definitely something that you should be doing after all your workouts because that might help with some of that delayed onset muscle soreness. Now, there are topical analgesics, products that help relieve pain. They're usually those menthol-based analgesics. You've probably had them, tried them. There are things like Arnica as well, and these might help ease some of that pain. 
They can be applied topically to the area that's actually sore. You do always want to follow the packaging. Um, make sure you're following the directions fully. It's not going to make it go away, but it might help some of the pain if it's really, really bad or just lessen it a bit. What about a cold bath? Well, a 2016 review of studies um, found that a 10 to 15 minute full body immersion in a cold water bath anywhere between like 50 to 59 degrees lessened the degree of DOMS. Again, it lessened it. It didn't mean they didn't have it, but it did seem to help. And cold baths have definitely become a very popular form of self-treatment for a lot of competitive athletes. They definitely do a lot of ice baths. But I will say the majority of evidence out there about ice baths is just not there. There is not a lot of research that fully shows that it makes that much difference. But some people say they feel better. I know for me, if I stick my legs in ice cold water after like a super long 20 mile run, I feel more refreshed. On the days that I do that, my legs feel better than when I don't do it. So it's something you might have to play with and see, did it help me? If it helped, great, then you should do it. And you don't have to worry about whether the research you said it worked or didn't work because if it helps you, then that's all you need, right? Now, what about a warm bath? Does an ice bath seem a little extreme for you? I have to tell you, I have done them. 50 to 59 degrees is absolute torture for me. <laughs> I love a warm bath. And you can. You can soak in a warm tub instead of doing an ice bath. Um, some people do moist heat wraps, but the warm bath does ease some of that pain and stiffness as well that's associated with Dom. So very often, a hot Epsom salt bath Although again, and I've discussed it before, there is very little research out there to show that it's doing anything. But if it makes you feel better, give it a try. It makes me feel better. A warm bath almost always makes me feel better when I have sore muscles. So that is something you could try. Should you take an over-the-counter pain reliever? You can, right? There are non-steroidal anti-inflammatory medications out there like your ibuprofen, Advil, um, but they really say they don't do much to relieve DOMS-type pain. And I'm a big believer, if you are getting to the point where you are so, so sore from a workout that you have to take an over-the-counter pain reliever, you have gone too far. And so that would be something I would say you need to back off on your workouts. You don't wanna depend on taking pain relievers to help you recover. That means something has gone wrong. You know, once in a while, again, it was an intense class a few weeks ago. <laughs> we were all very sore. Once in a while, it's one thing. But if you're constantly finding yourself needing to take a pain reliever like Advil or ibuprofen after workouts, we got to figure out something else because you're either working out too hard, you're not doing a proper warm up, you're not doing a proper cool down, something's going on, you shouldn't need to take a pain reliever like that. And then there's the question of when do you seek medical help? Like, does that ever happen? It could happen for some people, right? So you should seek medical attention if your DOMS pain lasts longer than seven days, then it's probably no longer DOMS, quite honestly. Uh, if your urine becomes abnormally dark, 
This happens to a lot of people. I have heard, I forget the syndrome name, I should look it up. Um, but a lot of CrossFit people who work out at a very intense level can get to a place where their urine is affected. It becomes abnormally dark. If you ever do such a hard workout that you see that, you need to see your doctor. Um, if you have severe swelling in your arms and legs, that's not normal, okay? So if you think, oh, it's just DOMS, no. If you have severe swelling in your arms and legs, you should see a doctor. Sharp pain, muscle spasms, numbness, tingling, all of that is different from the dull ache of muscle soreness. So you wanna to talk to your doctor right away if you're feeling any of those type of symptoms after a workout. Now, is there anything we can do to prevent it? <laughs> to prevent delayed onset muscle soreness, what can you do? Well, there are some steps that you can do that might help you minimize getting it or the amount or intensity that you get it. One of the first things you can do is you should stay hydrated. Some studies found that men who exercised in hot, humid temperatures had a big dip in muscle soreness when they drank water before, during, and after exercise compared to those who did not hydrate at all. You also need to make sure you are warmed up. You need to spend at least five to 10 minutes before each workout doing some type of dynamic stretching. As I always say, you do not wanna do static stretching until after your workout is complete. Static stretching is when you hold a stretch, say 10, 20 seconds. You don't do that before the workout. You do dynamic stretching, moving. It's more like moving warm-up, right? It's, it, you are stretching the muscles, but you're constantly keeping it moving. You're not holding. So doing a proper warm-up will definitely help reduce the amount of DOMS or the intensity of DOMS. And then there's a proper cool down. In a 2012 study, a 20-minute cool down of low-intensity cycling after a lower body strength training session led to decreased soreness in the quads two days later. So always end your cool down with some sort of cool down. This is when you do the static stretching. Um, it's definitely going to help. It's not going to eliminate DOMS, but it sometimes helps you. It's definitely going to help with your flexibility in your joints and your muscles, and it might just take the DOMS level down a bit. People who don't cool down are generally the ones who are very, very sore um, and, and constantly sore. Like it, The cool down is just as important as the warm-up. And then the last thing that you can do is you really wanna take it slowly, meaning that you wanna take your workout to the next level of intensity in a small way, slowly. So if you haven't been working out in a long time and then you jump into a body pump class at the gym, you're probably not gonna be able to walk the next day. Like that might be a lot. Or if you know you do wanna do that body pump class and you haven't been there in a really long time, use the lightest weights or no weights at all. 
There is no shame in body weight. I will tell you right now, I can do an entire body weight workout and be just as sore. So you need to take it slowly. You need to ease in slowly. A lot of my ETB Live clients, they like to lift heavy. They were lifting heavy before, but a lot of people didn't do a lot of strength training during COVID. And so coming into this training, has you you kind of have to ease into that progression to get back to where you were. Don't just go, oh, one year ago, I was lifting 25 pound weights for bicep curls, so that's what I'll start with today. Ah, you might start with five pound bicep curls. You can always build up, but you definitely want to take it slowly because what happens when you are so sore after you work out and you're just getting back into it. Or maybe you never were into it and you're just getting started and you're so sore after the first day, you don't wanna work out again. And that's not helping anything because we want you to be working out consistently. So we need a positive impact (laughs) to happen, not DOMS that is so, so bad that you can't work out for a week or don't want to. So take it slowly ease back in. That even goes for my runners. If you haven't been running in a while, you don't go run six miles on the first day. You might run walk for 15 minutes the first day, but have a plan that has a proper progression, a proper build, active recovery, full recovery, because that is how you get stronger, and that is how you will not be so sore that you need to actually take a week off because you're practically injured, right? So what's the takeaway here? I don't want DOMS to ever sideline you from your fitness routine. So slowly take those steps that you need to get back into some kind of intensity in your workouts. It's not a race, so always have a plan of attack for these workouts and getting back into shape. If you do get DOMS, which you probably will, I mean, as you see, all even I get DOMS, it's still normal, but use some basic self-care measures to lessen that discomfort. So like we were saying, you can do massage, you can do self-massage, make sure you're foam rolling after those workouts. Maybe that ice cold bath works for you, maybe the hot bath works for you, but do some self-care measures to help yourself get through it. You do not have to be uncomfortable and and sort of power through it and be a superhero. Do what you can to lessen it as best as possible. But most of all, you just want to be you want to be patient. Be patient with your body. If you do have DOMS for 2 to 3 days, don't do any intense workouts until those muscles feel better. Because honestly, doing an intense workout on top of having DOMS is probably going to lead to injury. So Be patient with yourself, honor yourself, honor your body, and it's great. Like if you have DOMS, then you worked really hard. So you earned some of that recovery. Those might be two walking days. That's okay. You don't have to be a hero here and go right back into a 20 mile run the day after you do legs. So really always make sure that you're listening to your body. And the last thing I do wanna mention, because this is something that comes up quite a bit, and I always ask my clients, if they have, like on a Monday, I have my clients weigh in. They send me their weight. And one of the questions that I always ask them, is there anything that could impact your weight today? That could be anything from poor sleep, like we talked about last week. 
Um, it could be because you ate Mexican food the night before, which can put me up two pounds sometimes on the scale if I go to Mati's, which is a Mexican restaurant around here because the sodium is so high. Are you taking new medications? Um, what else? There's so many different things that could, are you getting sick? Or I ask, did you have a really hard workout yesterday? Why does that matter? The stress and micro tearing damage to the muscle fibers that is happening with DOMS, guess what? It induces water retention. It absolutely does. There may be a certain amount of inflammation around these micro tears. And when that happens, your body is actually retaining fluid in an effort to heal those micro tears. But guess what that means? Anytime we retain fluid, that shows up on the scale as extra weight. So it's not that maybe you gained weight like fat that week if the scale is up. If you had some really intense workouts leading into that weigh-in and you're extremely sore, then I almost always let my clients know that this is a, just a factor that happens, a function that happens from the micro tears and the inflammation. Always important to know because maybe you've been spot on with your nutrition and you've been spot on with your workouts and the scale goes up and you just want to throw in the towel. Well, guess what? Don't throw in the towel because in a few days, you might be down three pounds once this inflammation goes down. I'm not saying all DOMS leads to three pounds. I'm just saying I have seen people gain weight in those situations and a few days later, they hung in there and the weight came right off and more so. So don't give up a weight program, a weight loss program, or a fitness program, or anything, if you are super, super sore and the scale goes up, because guess what? It's normal, it's inflammation, it's fluid retention. Education is the key to everything, you guys. That's why such a huge part of the Earn That Body Weight Loss program is about education. I wanna make sure my clients understand what does it really take to lose weight? Why didn't they lose weight? Don't give up. There's usually a reason. If you've been giving 100%, like, of course, if you ate pizza and beer and nachos all weekend, well, we know why your weight went up. But if you were spot on with everything, there's usually a reason. And when I can educate you as to why, we can keep you going so you don't keep quitting a program because that quitting will never get you to your goals. I want to make sure everybody reaches their health and fitness goals. So this podcast, I think, was a great one today because DOMS is something we have all experienced. It is not my favorite sensation to feel. But like I said, I get DOMS fairly often, not to the point where I'm crying, but being sore and the micro tears in the muscles will happen from new workouts, from new intensities, different durations, shocking the system. It's all going to be okay. Now you know everything there is to know about DOMS. Just make sure that you uh, self-care, take care of your body and honor it. All right, everyone. Again, if you ever need any information about the Earn That Body programs, you can go to earnthatbody.com different weight loss programs available, food logging, no food logging. All of my workouts are completely online, which is ideal right now because COVID is still out there. I do not recommend you go to the gym when you can get an amazing workout at home. 
Thanks so much for being an Earn That Body podcast listener. Earn That Body podcast, always here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information you can put into play right away. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. 